Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading of scripture and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. Luke, and today is Saturday, September 9th, 2023. It's the 22nd Saturday in Ordinary Time, also the feast of St. Peter Claver. Our gospel reading. While Jesus was going through a field of grain on a Sabbath, his disciples were picking the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands, and eating them. Some Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them in reply, Have you not read what David did, when he and those who were with him were hungry? How he went into the house of God, took the bread of offering, which only the priests could lawfully eat, ate of it, and shared it with his companions. Then he said to them, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. In a way, I'd like to continue what I was talking about yesterday, and that is the importance of our humanity and the importance of Jesus's humanity and recognizing the needs of our humanity. Jesus became fully human. Mary was and is 100% human. And we celebrated her birth. We weren't celebrating any particular mysteries. We weren't celebrating any particular uh, miraculous interventions from on high. We were celebrating her birthday. Why? Because we love her. We celebrate mom's birthday. Just like we celebrate Jesus's birthday on the 25th. I mean, December 25th is not the day God came into the world. That was March 25th. That was the Feast of the Incarnation, the Feast of the Annunciation. But we celebrate birthdays. Why? Because it's a moment of joy that a baby has come into the world. We celebrate those that we love, those that are important to us. So in a way, this is a continuation as Jesus's disciples were hungry, just as and and on the Sabbath, you know, they're picking grain. I, I always think to myself, these Pharisees, where are they? That they're watching the apostles hungry walking through a field and eating. And these Pharisees were rich. Why didn't they just feed them? I want to I want to call them names right now. I want to say bad things about them. Feed them for goodness sake. They're hungry. Give them something to eat. You have money, you have resources, but no, you're going to sit there and watch them. And I've had people do this to me in my life. They they don't help you out. They just stand there and watch so that they can criticize. When in reality, you need help. So they let them eat the grains. They criticized them because this was a Sabbath. They shouldn't have been doing that. Just like they criticized Jesus for healing people on the Sabbath. And Jesus said, well, if you had a horse or a, a mule that fell into a ditch, would you not pull it out? Or a camel, whatever. I forget what animal it was. It's the importance of our humanity. God loves our humanity. He came to love us. He came to save us. He came to sacrifice his own humanity after he had fully taken it on. You know, God is in love with our humanity and Jesus would have had better self-love than anybody else. Yet he allowed his humanity to be sacrificed on the cross. So there's so much to say here. I can think of different stories like, um, I don't know, some of the things I pray for, and and this might even be the most important point of the sermon, praying for the things that we need and realizing that we have a loving God. I remember one time I was on a retreat at a monastery, and it had been a long week, 
And the prayer was good, but my humanity was just feeling like, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's talking to me. I'm kind of lonely. And I told the Lord in prayer that I needed a hug, right? A simple thing is that some people would fear to pray for such a thing. I don't want to bother God or I don't want to bother him with something so trivial. Why I should just suffer. People think suffering is the the end all be all of the spiritual life. But I was like, no, Lord, I need a hug. And you know, now I pray for these kinds of things all the time. And God is so good. So on that day, I prayed for a hug. Well, guess what? Right after I said that prayer, one of the monks that had been out of town pulled up in his car. It was the middle of a snowstorm. He pulled up. I remember it right (laughs) as if it was yesterday. He's wearing this big parka over his habit. And he, he, he pulls up the car and I take a look out to see who was pulling up in the snowstorm. And he gets out. I see this guy in his parka and I knew who it was. It was this one brother. And he looks over at me and he screams my name because we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And I don't even know if he knew I was coming. And what does he do? He runs over through the snow and gives me a big bear hug with a big parka on. And that's what God does. You need something. You, what do you need right now? Tell the Lord, I need this. Can you, can you give it to me? I'm not saying, uh, you know, ridiculous things like, well, Lord, I need, um, you know, that particular blue pair of pants on aisle three, but you know what? Maybe he'd give you that too. I don't know. It's, it's up to his will, but there's so much about our humanity that he just loves and we just allow it to you know, there's suffering and yeah, suffering does have its good points. You know, Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. But when I say suffer in this context, I mean, like we allow ourselves to be damaged emotionally. I needed that hug. There was some damage being done perhaps. And could I have survived? Sure. But I said, Lord, I need this right now. And what does he do? Big bear hug from brother Benedict who had been traveling and in a snowstorm, you know, um, I think of uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen told the story of going to Lourdes, France, and I forget all the exact little details, but in prayer, he was told that the Lord would provide for his needs. He didn't have money for the hotel room, although he's this famous guy, this famous preacher, and he just said, Lord, you know, I'm praying for you. I'm asking you, please provide me with what I need. So he goes into the hotel and he said, you know what? I knew the Lord was going to provide, so I picked the nicest hotel. I said, well, the Lord can do it. And he's, you know, his whole audience is laughing as he's telling the story. So I went to the nicest hotel in Lourdes, the most expensive one, and I went in, and they said, oh, Archbishop Sheen, we know you from television. All right, so they made a big fuss over him. He had no money. He had no way of paying this off. And But he went in. He got the nicest room. He stayed there for a week. Uh he had no money, but they were providing all his meals. He had a place to sleep. It reminds me of another little story that he told. He said, sometimes, you know, these people in these hotels, they unpack your bags for you. They lay everything out for you. He said, they must have thought whoever was unpacking the bag must have thought there were two of me because on the bed, on the one side of the bed, they laid out my pajamas. On the other side of the bed, they laid out my lace vestments. And I don't know if you know what that means, but it's actually hilarious. They thought it was uh a woman's, uh, you know, night clothes. They thought it was like a lace, uh, uh, you know, lingerie or something. But yeah, he said there, my pajamas are on one side and the, the lace vestments are on the other side. Um, 
but he said it was right up to the last minute. He's like, all right, Lord, I got to leave today. Lord, when are you going to provide them the money for the hotel room? And he said, literally, as he was checking out of the hotel, a random person came up to him on the street, saw him, knew who he was and said, oh, well, I just think you're so wonderful. Listen, I'm going to pay for your hotel room. Boom. There you go. God is so good. God is good. God provides and he loves our humanity. He wants to provide for our needs. I'm not saying throw all care to the wind and become homeless today because, you know, but guess what? If you have to become homeless for some reason, if whatever, there are so many circumstances in our lives that take us up and take us down. And the Lord promised us that he would provide for our needs. He would provide for us for the food that we need. Now, sometimes we have to recognize that God is the one providing. There's the story of the man in the flood where uh, there were people in a car and they said, listen, a flood is coming. Jump in the car with us. We'll get out of here. And he said, no, no, no. God will provide. And then the rain started to fall. The flood waters came and the flood waters started to rise and a bunch of people came by in a boat and they yelled to him, come on, jump in the boat. We'll get out of here. He said, no, no, no. I'm fine. God will provide. Now the water's getting so high, he goes to the second floor, the third floor of the house. He's on the roof and a helicopter comes by and they said, come on, jump in. We'll get out of here. No, no, no. I don't need that. God will provide. And then, and it, or I think his exact words was, God will save me. So then eventually he drowned and he died. And when he approached the throne, the Lord said, uh, or no, he says to the Lord, Lord, why didn't you provide for me? Why didn't you come and save me from the flood? And the Lord simply said, oh, I gave you a car and then I gave you a boat and then I gave you a helicopter. What more did you want? So yeah, sometimes we have to recognize, is this from the Lord (laughs) or is it not? Let's just say the Lord sent him, I don't know, a bunch of uh, Satanists. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) But we have to discern. We have to have a discerning uh, heart, discerning mind with all these things. But yes, our humanity, as we celebrated Mary's birthday yesterday, our humanity is a gift from God. So we need to, as we pursue our salvation, we also just need to come to know ourselves more and more. Realize the gift that we are. Realize that the the gift of the people around us and be generous with these gifts. Be grateful for these gifts. God is very good to us. That was a theme of Pope John Paul II, humanity and the body as gift. We are a gift to be given. This is where our, our fulfillment comes from as human beings, recognizing I am a gift. You are a gift. Sometimes we're only focused on the suffering. Sometimes we're only focused on the supernatural things when in reality, all of it is good. And I go back to Thomas Aquinas saying grace builds on nature. Pope John Paul built his theology of the body around statements like that. Grace builds on nature. And sometimes we're not getting closer to our salvation because we're not developing our humanity. We're not getting to know ourselves better, the gift that we were given. St. Teresa of Avila has beautiful, beautiful writings about how to grow in holiness. And one of the basic foundations of her writings is that we, I mean, and this sounds obvious, but it's very, very profound. We come to holiness and we come to salvation through Jesus. But very specifically, it's through Jesus's humanity. 
It's through the humanity of Christ. He came and took on human flesh in order to touch us, in order to be with us, in order to have a relationship with us. We don't jump to the divinity because there's pride in that. So I don't need all this human stuff. I'm just going to go directly to the Lord and directly to, uh, you know, worshiping him in heaven. You know, no, I mean, he came to be a baby in our midst, a baby that was almost killed. But he provided for that baby and the baby's family with Mary and Joseph. God the Father sent the Son to live among us as one of us. With our day-to-day struggles, with our work, with our relationships. He came to touch us. He came to heal us. He came so that we could hear his voice. So that we could see his face. And it's through that human relationship that we learn about through scripture that we enhance a little here and there with shows like The Chosen or books like some of those books written by Lewis DeWall or Taylor Caldwell that I mentioned yesterday. Some of these different things that help us to get in touch with the humanity of Jesus and hopefully enhance our prayer lives. We talk to him as if he is our friend because he is, as if he is our father, our brother, etc., as if he is our savior on the playground when the bully is going to beat us up, whatever that means for our lives as we face so many bullies. Jesus is there to give us comfort, to give us consolation. He has conquered the world. He has conquered sin and death. He's conquered heaven and earth. And yet he comes as one of us to draw us in. And it's through that sacred heart of Jesus, that heart that requires humanity in order to be a heart, It's through his humanity that then we come to grace, that we become filled with grace in the Holy Spirit so that we can rise up to greater heights. So let us tend to our own humanity this day. Really, we tend to all of it. We strive to find balance. We work on our prayer life. We work on our emotional life, our relationships, our bodies, eating healthy, exercise, We work on all of it because the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has given us these great gifts. And as he shows us with the apostles today, the importance of eating the grain in that field, let us honor the temple of God he has given us. Let us continue to grow into the fullness of the divine image in which he made us, the image which is Jesus, full God and full man. Hope everybody has a great day. God bless you.